Hi, and welcome to the Stripology Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy, experienced dancer, mindset and strategy coach, and founder of the Industry Academy. This industry completely transformed my life, and I've coached hundreds of women to do the same. Through my signature framework of sales, mindset, and confidence, I help dancers of all experience levels who are inspired to master their craft and maximize their income. In this podcast, I will share with you my personal journey and the skills I learned that helped me to lift my financial ceiling, cultivate confidence, and quadruple my income on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. If I asked you to dance. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Stropology Podcast. I'm Wendy, your host. And I want to say thank you so much to everyone for the beautiful feedback that I received from this podcast. Um, I'm glad that you guys enjoy it. And please keep continuing to like it and share it. Um, It means a lot and it really helps on the platforms. So, yeah, I hope you're all having a beautiful week today. I'm celebrating an epic launch of the Industry Academy. So this is round six, and as I've mentioned before, this is the final round of it being in this structure, and I'm really excited because there is a lot of people from around the world. Um, It's really diversifying and reaching different corners of the globe. So welcoming in a lot of new people into the sphere and also welcoming back a lot of people as well, which is always such a great Thing to celebrate, knowing that I get to work with the same people again, um, knowing that we can go deeper and really refine. And I'm just so excited to get started. There's so much involved. And yeah, it's just a really good testament to know that people are coming back for more. About a quarter of the people this round are from previous rounds. Um, so yeah, I really look forward to this. It's been an absolutely epic launch. And this is something that I want to talk about today because I have had the most bizarre two weeks, right? So normally I would launch the Industry Academy for three weeks, um, but mapping out my year, I didn't want to go over Christmas time um, in the next round. So that means that I couldn't push it back. Um, I did this launch over two weeks and I had some really um, unexpected things happen during that time, which was both difficult and both um, really exciting. And knowing that, you know, um, all of the momentum leading up to this point has really helped to support um, this round, despite the fact that I couldn't show up as much as I wanted to, um, but also still resulting in the most epic launch. So, yeah, really celebrating that. And I can't wait to get into it. Um, Yeah, so there's been a few massive lessons uh, in the last couple of weeks. I've also just jumped off the call um, with my mentor. So I'm in a group program in a mastermind um, with my mentor. And I just absolutely love that space, being surrounded in people who, you know, are also on their own mission, who are, you know, bringing their vision to life, um, working, you know, in, in a way that's really you know, entrepreneurial and really um, off the beaten track. You know, it's, it's you know, creating something from an idea into a reality 
And it's not an easy road. It takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication and a lot of belief in yourself and a lot of tears and a lot of um, breakdowns and all of that. So it's really nice to be held in that space. Um, So I've got a lot of ideas swirling around for this episode because there's been a lot of complex things that have happened. And as always, I relate everything to stripping because that has been my main source of inspiration, you know, um, for everything that I do. And I really feel like there's so many things from the stripping world that are transferable to, you know, every other aspect of life. The lessons that we learn, especially when we're in the industry for quite a while and we're really, you know, wanting to learn from it, there is just endless things that we can learn from our experience in the stripping world. So as I was saying, this launch, you know, it had a little, I guess, road bump, but it was it was a good road bump. So basically I had the opportunity to land a SIBI uh, job, I guess you could call it, in the sales arena because obviously I am obsessed with sales and this is a really good role with a lot a lot of opportunity for travel. Um, yeah, it's a really good position. I, I'm not going to say, you know, what the company is. However, it's um, a nationwide company and it's got a lot of opportunity. So I was really, really excited to have this opportunity And they wanted me to begin as soon as possible. So I had a huge amount of study that I had to do um, in order for their onboarding process, right? They have a really complex onboarding process and it took a lot of hours and it took a lot of my focus and my energy. Um, I had a deadline. So I had by the end of last uh, week, by the end of, uh, by, yeah, Friday last week, I got it all done, but at the same time, it was really frustrating because all I wanted to do was work on this launch and, you know, really put out there the content that I wanted to put out there, but I literally would have had to clone myself to do both. So I just couldn't do it. And because I had a deadline, it was it was quite stressful. Um, but yeah, I managed to get it done and I've started with that company and already absolutely loving it. So I'm only doing um, part-time hours so I can still work my business because this is, you know, this is my baby. This is my number one priority. And so I'm always going to make space to show up for this um, because I just feel that it is so important to put, you know, quality training out there for our industry and support. Um, So in amongst all of this training, there was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of sales being a sales role essentially, Um, It was very interesting to study about sales um, in a completely different industry. And I can safely say right now that the level of complexity and and the skills that we learn in the strip club are just mind-blowing. Like it is, to me, I don't think, you know, I could have learned any more about sales than, you know, in the stripping industry because it is such a fast-paced sales job. It is so complex. We're dealing with people at a really fast pace. We're dealing with a really random selection of public. Um, But the good news is we're selling a product that we, you know, are backing because it's ourselves. We're backing ourselves. We, um, you know, essentially have the the blessing to have our product as ourselves. So um, I think that that's just such a good leg up because we can truly believe in the product 
And that's so important. And, you know, as I've mentioned many times before, one of the biggest difficulties for me in learning my skills in stripping was learning to believe in my product because I had such a low self-esteem, I guess you could say, such difficulty believing in myself. It was really easy to just doubt myself. So um, essentially we have that opportunity when we work on ourselves, if we do need to develop stronger self-belief, um, that it's such a valuable thing to work on, you know, working on the, re- the relationship that we have with ourselves not only improves our life and our self-esteem, but it also improves our income in the stripping arena. And so there's nowhere to hide in stripping if we're not believing in ourselves. You know, the spotlight has been shone directly at us. And if we're not believing in ourselves, we need to take a good hard look at that and really work out what what that is, you know, why that is. It's not just about the the sales strategies. It's about our relationship to ourselves and really creating, you know, night after night um, results that really reflect the fact that we're believing in ourselves, that we're persisting, that we're getting those results that we're really after. And that is completely possible. But I do believe that that's, you know, intertwined in a relationship with how we view ourselves and the way that we feel about ourselves. Um, And there's a lot of ways that we can actually have that reflected back to us in the stripping arena by different um, reactions that we get from customers, the different things that we tell ourselves. There's a whole lot of telltale signs that can help us tweak where is needed in order to really uh, succeed in our industry in a really healthy and fulfilling way. So, okay, I had that experience last week and it was difficult and I was actually really annoyed at myself as well for not standing my ground and saying, look, I need to start later. But the fact that they wanted me to start as soon as possible, it was a really tricky dynamic and I decided to do that and continue on with the launch. And like I said, I'm so grateful that it turned out so well because I believe that the momentum and the conversations that I was having in the background um, with people, you know, really helped to support the success of this launch. And, um, yeah, so I'm, yeah, just super excited about that. Um, So this conversation with my mentor was quite interesting. So I was sharing with her about my frustration with myself and the situation that, um, you know, happened last week, even though I'm so happy about the situation. She reflected back to me, you know, that it is an epic opportunity that, you know, that was just the timing of of the piece and why not keep the cart open for an extra week? And I was like, well, because we start today, like I'm recording this yesterday, but the day that this is coming out, we, we are kicking off today. We have the welcome call today and in my mind it just did not make any sense to keep the cart open for an extra week but when she mentioned it it really had me thinking and I was like well most rounds people reach out after the cart open period has finished you know they're like ah is it too late to still join and sometimes people are joining in after you know the cart has closed we've kicked off the content is open 
But then when she really questioned me about it, um, she was like, what are they actually going to miss? I said, well, the welcome call. The welcome call, um, but it is recorded and it's put into the, the Facebook group. The content's open, but our first actual live call isn't until two weeks into the academy. So she's like, A, no one really takes note of the open time, even though I feel like I've said it a million times. We're in the online landscape and so everyone has a buying strategy, right? And that's what I really want to talk about, how this relates to stripping, obviously. Everyone has a buying strategy and it's so interesting. And we, a lot of clients that I work with ask me, you know, like, you know, what do I say? I feel like I'm repeating the same questions to my customers. And, you know, oftentimes I say, yeah, we do need to repeat a lot of the same questions to our customers because A, it's part of kind of a normal conversation and B, there are a lot of really useful but seemingly mundane uh, questions that we ask our customers. But the point is we're looking at why we're asking the questions, not what we're asking, because we're looking at the information that these questions bring out rather than the questions themselves, right? So in the stripping experience, we can really feel like we're on repeat. But when you're on the online landscape, it's completely different because you don't have a direct feedback from the person that you're talking to. Like right now, recording this podcast, I'm looking at my own face in a screen. It is a completely different experience to when you're in person. And that's why I'm so excited about my new role because it's in person and I fucking love that, as you would all know. And that's one of the benefits of being in the stripping world because we have that instant feedback where we can gather so much information from our customers every step along the way. And we can pivot and we can adjust and we can be versatile and all of the things that we know that help us to sell. And in the online landscape, we don't have that initial feedback. So things do need to be repeated more often. We do need to come in from different angles. It is, uh, in my opinion anyway, from what my background is, I do find it a lot more challenging, takes a lot more grit takes a lot more persistence and it takes a huge amount of self-belief. So I'm so grateful that, you know, stripping has given me all of that and it helps me to just keep moving forward in this online landscape, which is, you know, it's becoming more familiar to me, but it's always been really foreign. Um, So, yeah, very interesting. So she's like, look, no one takes note of um, the closed cart date and, you know, a lot of people love to come in last minute. And that's another thing that I've noticed, uh, not only with each launch that I do, um, but also in my own patterning. So like I was alluding to before, we all have a buying strategy, right? And I want you to think about this in not only your own buying strategy, but also the buying strategy of your customers. Because when we're more aware of the way that we do things, we're more aware of the way that others do things. And so it's very interesting being aware of this patterning. And so and a, a launch for me also reflects the strip club as well, where you've got some people who as soon as card opens, bang, they're straight in, you know, and you'll get a certain amount of people buying straight away. 
And then you might get into conversations with some people. They need some questions answered. They need a little more reassurance. They need a little more clarity. They need a little more of that push. And then they, you know, decide to join as well. And then towards the end, you know, there's the people that require a bit more of that persistence, a bit more of that exposure. And it's just the same as in the strip club, right? It's really, really interesting. And so that's what helps me as well during the launches because I'm like, you know, like this launch, for example, I'm like, fuck, I couldn't show up. This is really, you know, annoying to me. Um, But then also knowing that, you know, there was such a strong start there and the conversations um, as well, you know, were people that are curious and curiosity turned into action is such a powerful thing because, the voice that's in our own head is more convincing than anyone else's voice, right? So if we've got these questions and, you know, we're asking ourselves, curiosity is such a good sign. So that's something else to look out for um, with our customers. Um, And also just reassuring yourself that sometimes things do take persistence. They do take that repetition. And I know a lot of dancers that I work with, um, we speak and, you know, and, and I've experienced this myself a lot where say we have a slow start to the night and we can start to get disheartened. There's absolutely no need to get disheartened. It's just an indication that you need to keep going and keep pushing and things are going to be completely fine. Um, so it's just having that knowing, you know, in yourself that like it's only going to finish if you give up, right? Like it, quitters never win and winners never quit. If you've worked with me before, you know I'm all about that. And so when my um, mentor mentioned to me, like, look, you're annoyed at yourself um, that you had this, you know, massive thing going on. Just keep the card open for an extra week. And that's what I love about working with a mentor because I was like, this makes me really uncomfortable. It doesn't make sense to me in my mind. But then when we spoke it through, I was like, okay, actually, I'm going to do this um, because I know that there's people out there that are humming and hawing and haven't quite gotten to the point where they might picture how it would feel making that, you know, investment into themselves. Um, Because pretty much everyone I speak to that signs up to the Industry Academy instantly, once they've made that decision, they're like, I'm so excited, you know. That's pretty much 100% of the time what is told to me. Yay, I'm so excited. I can't wait to start. And so, you know, knowing that when we take that leap, it's an exciting thing because in our minds we can have this to and fro going, right? So back to the buying strategy. We have a buying strategy. Sometimes we might just impulse buy and that's a small percent of the population. They see it, they like it, they want it, they do it. Then there's other people that need to just know a bit more. So in the strip club, we might get these annoying questions or these people that seem to be delaying us, but it's actually just part of their buying strategy. They just need to know a bit more about what they're going to get, about whether or not it is a good idea, and so on and so forth. And usually that's where our sales skills come into play. And once we have gotten that person to the place where they're feeling reassured, they're feeling clear, the excitement kicks in. All right, let's do it. I Something I love to do when I'm stripping is at the end of every lap dance, just checking back in with my customer, particularly the customers that were quite resistant and just asking them, so are you glad that you went along with the dance? 
And 99% of the time they say, fuck yes, thank you, (laughs) because they didn't realise how much they would enjoy it. And that's the thing with, you know, the buying strategy and also the sales strategy, you know, allowing ourselves to believe believe in ourselves that much that it is in the other person's best interest to, you know, make that purchase and then providing the service knowing that at the end when you check in with them and say, hey, are you glad that you did that? You're going to get a yes because it's a damn shame to leave people sitting there not experiencing what we have to offer, right? And so that's the way that I really view sales and that's what really excites me because I know that in the mind there can be this to and fro. There can be this part of our mind, like the ego, it wants to keep us safe and it tells us things like, no, I don't need that, you know. Um, I don't have the budget for that. I'm quite good how I am. I I, I don't need any other experiences. <laughs> I don't need anything else to go on. But then there's the other part of our mind Um, in our unconscious mind that it wants expansion. It wants to keep growing, keep evolving. It wants new experiences. So there's almost this little internal dialogue of like, no, I don't need it. I'm good. And, but it could be really good actually. And then just, you know, playing that out in the mind and seeing, you know, what that dialogue sounds like is really interesting. So, We can do that for ourselves by becoming more aware of what our own buying strategy is. For example, we might want to go and buy a new winter coat and we might be like trying it on and we need to see it from this angle and we need to see it from this angle and we need to see how does it do up and we need to see, you know, how fluffy it feels or like how warm it's going to be, all the things. Or we might just have a few criteria like I need to go and get a black coat today. There's a black coat. It fits cool. I'm buying it. Or we might not even be planning to buy a coat, but we see one and we're like, oh, that's kind of nice, you know. And so then really looking at what our buying strategy is and how that plays out and how we let it, you know, um, allow us to either make the decision to buy or not buy our customers are doing exactly the same thing as well. So something as well that my um, mentor has mentioned before, which I find really interesting, is the fact that um, most people don't have a budget for coaching, for example. They don't have a budget in their monthly budget like, oh, yeah, and I'm going to spend X amount on, you know, um, personal development or coaching or courses And so it's like this extra decision when it's not something in your usual buying strategy. It's not part of your regular, you know, purchase, you know, patterning. And so it's like a more of a big decision. Do I really need it? We really scrutinize it more. And that's exactly the same as in the strip club. Some amazing people out there do have strippers in their budget and I've met them and I fucking love them and I think that is incredible and everyone should have a little uh, column in their budget for strippers Um, but not everyone does and in fact most people don't so that's why when we're doing our sale with the customers um, there is this kind of questioning of like you know 
well, I didn't budget for this, you know, like what column is this going to come out of? And all of these questions, these can potentially come up for our customers. So it's a really interesting topic to think about. And I feel like this has just been so big for me in the last two weeks, not only studying about sales again, um, which I absolutely love, it's clearly something that I have a passion for, um, but also going through this launch and having these discussions with my mentor and, yeah, just really finding it so, so interesting. So, yeah, it's um, a good thing to do is to look at, like, what your own buying strategy is. And I'm going to go ahead and use the example of the Industry Academy. So perhaps you're, you've seen the epic results that people talk about. You've seen the fact that people increase their income drastically and really rapidly, you know, that people give rave reviews about it, that people are coming back to do the course again, you know, all of these incredible things that are saying, this is a great investment. And seeing what that to and fro is about and seeing, trying on each hat, okay, maybe I don't do it. Okay, maybe I do do it. How do I feel? And really looking into that. And it's quite interesting. Um, another thing that my mentor mentioned as well is um, so to try new things, to get new results, you know, we need to try new things. And she said this epic sentence just this morning and I had to write it down and I loved it because I relate so much to it and it's what got me here won't get me there. So sometimes when we're like unsure, but we can think about the logic behind that statement, what got me here won't get me there. So if we're in that season where we're really looking for expansion, we're wanting to go all in, we're wanting to invest in ourselves because at the end of the day, we're wanting our customers to invest in us. And if we're not willing to invest in ourselves, then there's kind of a little bit of a hole in the bucket there. You know, like my mentor, for example, she cost me 10000 each time I worked with her um, for six months. So I've worked with her, with her for 18 months now. And each time it's about $10,000 um, a pop. But I love having that support from someone because it helps me expand into new, you know, areas. It helps me to push myself to do these things that are uncomfortable and to have a space to go there and go, I did it and it felt wobbly. Or I did it and it was really exciting. Whatever it is, it's when we are held accountable and we have that little nudge, it can just help us to climb the mountain that we want to climb. And so I absolutely love that saying, what got me here won't get me there. And just having that willingness to try new things and dabble and experiment and expand, that's what can help us to keep going with momentum and achieving things. And I just want to tie this all back into buying strategy as well. When we're supported, you know, um, and we're investing in ourselves and we're actively growing, we create more space for our customers. It's like a ripple effect. We are investing in ourselves so we can, you know, improve ourselves, so we can hold space for others and we can, you know, put that positive improvement back out into the environment and then our customers can also experience a more positive experience and they can then go away and, you know, really feel that. And it's, it's such a knock-on effect. That's how I see it. I see it as so inspiring to 
um, you know, do that work on yourself and then, you know, do what you can to sort of spread that around because, in my opinion, nothing feels better in the strip club. You can do really well yourself or you can create the space to do really well yourself and also have an expanded capacity for not only the colleagues around you but for your customers as well. And, yeah, it's just a beautiful ripple effect for our industry as a whole. So anyway, that's my interesting two weeks put into some ideas that have been swirling around in my head. Um, And the message as well that I'm going to leave you with is that if you do decide that you want to jump in on this round, there's one more week before it's going to be too far advanced to jump into this beautiful group. We have people from around the world. This is an expansive container completely designed to support you in this industry to absolutely kill it, to do all the things. Um, It's, you know, so unique and the results that we get back are absolutely incredible and I'm so excited to work with this round and um, if you want to be a part of it, just reach out to me via DM and I look forward to having a conversation with you. Have a beautiful week, everybody, and I'll talk to you next week.